2 John 1, 12. Though I have much to write to you, I would rather not use paper and ink. Instead, I hope to come to you and talk face to face so that our joy may be complete. So verses 12 and 13 of 2 John are his conclusion, his closing words as he finishes the letter. So up to this point, we've seen a greeting, John writing to a church and her members and uh, sending grace and mercy and peace, um, saying that it will be with us from God the Father and from Jesus Christ in truth and love. He, he says he's rejoicing because they're walking in the truth. He invites them to obey the command to love one another. It's not a new command. It's the one they've heard since the beginning. Uh, and the way they can love one another is by walking according to the commandments of God toward one another. And uh, they, they should obey this command of loving one another by obeying the commandments they should obey it because deceivers have gone out into the world and they want to watch themselves because if they're deceived by the deceivers, they will lose their fellowship with God and they will lose their reward, their eternal reward in heaven, uh, in the new heavens and the new earth. And then in verses 9 to 11, uh, how should we respond to this? Well, we should believe that those who bring the teaching of Christ have the Father and the Son, but those who do not bring the teaching by Christ, about Christ, those people do not have God. And so, if someone comes to you and does not bring the teaching of Christ, then don't receive them into your house church. Don't receive, don't even greet them. And what that means is don't invite them in. Don't give them hospitality. Don't welcome them as a, as a teacher of the faith, as a Christian teacher. Uh, don't, don't send them on their way with financial support and with prayer. Don't do that. Because if you do that, you share in their wicked deeds. So the main message of 2 John then is all who know the truth walk in love for one another by obeying Christ's commandments. And then John uh, closes with this riff on, on much to write to you, but I rather not use paper and ink. So uh, this is just an encouragement for us in the age of texting and email and, uh, and uh, all of these different really sweet connecting opportunities. That face-to-face -face connection is important. In fact, John says, I want to meet with you and talk to you face to face so that our joy may be complete. I think what he's he's continuing off of is his idea from the letter of first John that we are writing these things so that our joy may be complete. What are these things? He's writing about eternal life in Christ, fellowship with God and one another. He's writing those things for joy. And so meeting together and speaking on the teaching by Christ, about Christ, uh, that God, that we can have real fellowship with God if we confess our sins and are cleansed from our unrighteousness, that we can have true, joyful, lasting fellowship with one another when we obey the commands of God and love one another is for our joy. And so we can pursue face-to-face -face opportunities, even in the season of COVID, with, uh, we, we can pursue these things for our joy. 
that we would speak about Christ with one another, that we would encourage one another and love one another and live out the full counsel of God's commandments toward one another for our joy. And so, God, would you make our churches places of joy that we would want to be together, that it would be life-giving to be together and to speak about all that Christ is for us and has done for us. Would that be joy-giving and life-giving to us? God, would you uh, give us joy at loving one another, at living out the commandments of God toward one another? Would you give us joy? And God, would you help me as an individual to be a life-giving, joy-giving person as a member of my local church. So God, help me to live out the life of full joy with one another. And that's Second John 1, 12.